Guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. And today, I hope people considering international moves hear this. Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. This is an international episode. Um, I am here in South Korea. It's actually going to be a pretty hectic day, and I'm going to be recording on the go with my brother. And you're going to hear a lot of background noise and stuff, but um, yeah, just bear with me. We're going to do a lot of cuts because it's going to, like I said, we're going to be recording throughout the day. So yeah, I'm going to introduce my, well, actually, I want my guest to introduce himself today. Um, he is my brother. And if you, can you just uh, spend a few moments going over your background, who you are and like what you do? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Richard and I'm actually holding a baby right now. So it might not be the best time to record a podcast, It's okay. but since my brother is putting his phone up, Directly to my mouth, I guess I have no choice but to participate in this podcast. So my name is Richard, and I'm the older brother of David. Uh, like, do I see personal stuff, like my age whatever, and stuff? Whatever you want to uh, divulge. Okay, well, due to some privacy act, I don't want to divulge too much of my personal information. But basically, I grew up in Korea, moved to the States when I was around nine. Lived around places, went to school in Atlanta, and then law school in Philadelphia. And I'm in Korea right now, working as an in-house attorney for a global pharmaceutical company. All right, cool. So um, this episode, I'm actually not sure what the, the official title is yet, but something to do with living life as an uh, attorney in a foreign country countries foreign country okay so uh yeah living i hope those people who want to become an attorney in a foreign corporation hear this so um in regards to working in a foreign corporation like what were the three things that you found to be very easy to adjust to or just easy in general yeah let's name it international multi-international corporation okay whatever multinational corporation okay please leave the naming to the host and the guest. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, it's, there's a there's a jargon for this. It's called MNCs. So let's title it "Working as a U.S. Attorney in the MNC." All right. Okay. So basically, it's it's interesting because a lot of the business, international business, uh, deals with transactions between different nations, and the most common business language is English. And all the major contracts that are drafted between uh, of two different countries with two different languages is usually English because they see that as a as a very neutral language, and usually uh, you will have one person from each company that could that could speak and draft an English contract. So that's why in international trade, uh, U.S. attorneys are. At a, a premium and a very high demand, especially in a country like Korea, where uh, it's heavily dependent on export. Uh, so they do a lot of international training. So a lot of companies, major global companies like Samsung, Hyundai, and Celtrion, the company that I work for, uh, needs a U.S. attorney who's trained in U.S. law who could draft and negotiate 
uh, English-based uh, contracts. Uh, so um, I'm assuming that as an international attorney, there are people from other countries, right? But would you say that being educated and knowing, like being educated in the U.S. and knowing English, does that give you a significant advantage over others? Yeah, we call ourselves International Legal Department, but it's me and six other U.S. attorneys. Oh, we have one uh, Australian uh, attorney, but like they're kind of looked down upon. So U.S. attorneys are a higher species. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah. So what was the topic? What are we discussing? What, 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 just three things that I like about it and three things I don't like about it? Or? Yeah. So um, yeah, just that's, I would say the first thing that you just mentioned, um, it's an advantage, right, to have been educated in the U.S. Um, so it gives you kind of global reach into international law, just the fact that you have a U.S. law degree and the fact that you you speak English, right? So that's one thing that's advantageous and probably was easy for you moving here. Um, but if you can think of two other things that were easy, and just to balance it out, three things that kind of were difficult. No, I want to do one of each like in rotation. So I did one good, I'm going to do one bad. All right. So this is, just, just so you guys know, this is kind of the dynamic of me and my brother. He just needs to be the authority figure because he's older, and I will allow him that because... He's letting me stay at his house. So one bad thing is you have to adapt to a different culture, and it, you know each, no matter which country or uh, or nationality you nation you go to, you have to adapt to the culture of that land. And Korean culture is quite different. It's very hierarchy system where there's definitely a, a, a more top down. Uh, way of business. Uh, so, as a as a, a U.S. trained or U.S. educated person, that might be a difficult transition. Uh, so that that I think would be the biggest concern for any U.S. trained uh, person of going into a foreign uh, owned company is to adapt to a different culture, a different mindset and actually really adhering to the new rules. So, you know, there's an old saying that says, if you're in Rome, you have to follow the Roman law. And I think that is basically what you would need to do if you start working for a, a foreign foreign co- company, MNCs. Yeah, and just, just to give you guys a little f- uh, color to this, um, this is coming from a man, like he said, he grew up in Korea for the first, what, nine years of your life? Eight, eight, nine, yeah. And even for him, as a kind of a second generation Korean American, for me. Okay, he's saying it was easy for him, but I mean, I'm sure there was still even the fact that you know you are Korean by blood Mm -hmm. and you kind of know the culture. I'm sure there were some things that were still culture shock to you, right? No, I'm actually pretty kicking it well. Okay, so (laughs) all right, that's promotion. Yeah, I became a team leader. So, yeah, it, it wasn't difficult for me, but it might be difficult for other people. So just <laughs> just to let people know. All right. Well, I'm okay. No, my brother, he talks a lot, but I, I'm sure there are other people who are in his similar situation who still, um, while being born in the country, when they go back, 
because it's not, it's a culture that they're not used to. I'm sure it's still a pretty difficult transition. So, um, as an international lawyer going to a completely different country, I'm sure that gets expounded and exponentially more difficult, right? Hey, let's take a 20 minute break. Okay. Yeah. This is a good time to take a break. All right, guys, we'll be, well, for you, it would be a second, but we'll be right back. Guys, sorry, uh, a 20-minute break turned into a entire day break because we had to go attend my cousin's wedding, but we are back, and my brother has more stuff he wants to talk about. And if you can hear that baby in the background, that is my niece, my brother's daughter. <laughs> All right, Richard, take it away. Yeah, just to recap <clears throat> what I said on the uh, first part of our podcast is that one good thing about uh, working abroad is uh, the fact that you get a lot of international trade experience under your belt and as a U.S. attorney you have a lot of ability to use your skills and work on your contracting and negotiating skills because of the simple fact that a lot of international business is done in English and one bad part about uh, working in a different uh, foreign entity is because uh, at first you have to adopt to the uh, new culture that you're uh, placing yourself into. And so today I'm just going to talk about another uh, positive aspect and a negative aspect of working at an international corporation, uh, living abroad from, from the States. Uh, second point is it's kind of like a two side of the coin with the first negative point is that uh, yes, adapting to a new culture is hard, but at the same time, when are you going to get the experience to live abroad and just experience and immerse yourself into a totally different culture and uh, working abroad and working in the foreign corporation gives you that opportunity to actually explore just outside of states and outside of your comfort zone and really helps you to grow and mature as a person because in the end i feel like yes it is difficult but after you give yourself uh into that culture and uh, learn from it you become a a more experienced more knowledge more uh, a person with broader perspective in the world because it's not what you just experienced is the right attitude. It's just, you know, you see different cultures living at different standards and you really begin to question, you know, what is right and what is, you know, what is wrong. And it gives you that perspective. So that is my second positive point. And a second negative point I would say is just being homesick. You know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you experience in the States that you're not going to get outside of U.S. So I'm from the South. So like the barbecues and, you know, the sweet tea, tea, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, those stuff is really hard to come by uh, in Korea. Yeah, I guess pretty much anywhere outside of the U.S. And more so is, is, is everything you get from the States is really expensive in Korea. So uh, to put it into perspective, in the States, if you go for like a kimchi chicken or something, it's like super expensive, right? It's like $25. Like, uh, 
uh, per meal. In Korea, it's like super cheap. It's like seven to eight dollars. So it kind of works in reverse. So you know, like if you go for Chick Fil A in, in Korea, right? It's like seven bucks. Do Do they have Chick Fil A in Korea? Because I know that they have McDonald's and the Burger King and stuff like that. Um, but they even them, they're kind of like the Korean flavors of those brands, right? They're not exactly the same. Yeah, so they don't actually have per se Chick Fil A, but they they have like imitation like chicken burgers, or like they don't have like famous uh, barbecue places, but they do kind of imitate Southern barbecues, uh, and they have those stores. But it's really expensive. It's like I would say twice as much as more expensive than when you the prices that you pay in the states. And so that's my second negative part. And you, know, we, honestly, we 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 when we first started this podcast, we said we're gonna do three of each, right? Mm-hmm. I think two of each is fine. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, like once again, my brother is changing the parameters of this episode and kind of going with uh, whatever he wants to do. And I can safely say that he has run out of things to say. That is why he's reduced it from three to two. But I think that's okay. I mean, no, that's not true. I have, I have plenty more to say, but I just want to leave it up to the listeners and, you know, have you guys actually, you know, go out and do do this. And the third will be, let's just put it this way. Third will be, instead of me telling you guys what the positive and negatives are, third one would be you guys going out and figuring out that yourself and leaving us a comment on what the third and uh, positive and negative are. Yeah, I actually really like that. Um, so yeah, th- we've given you enough, or my brother has given you enough to kind of help you form a little bit at least, like the positives and negatives. Like there are definite positives. I just from listening, it sounded like my brother is more of an advocate for going out and experiencing new things. Um, but he is pretty clear about the difficulties that are. Um, that comes with that. So it's it's not going to be a walk in the park. It's not going to be super easy. But from what I've heard, it it is sounding like it, it, it has been worth it. Um, so, yeah, guys, if, if the opportunity arises for you guys like it has for my brother, um, he's you've been in Korea for how long? Five years now. Yeah, he's, he's been here for five years. When he moved here, he was single, um, but he's met his wife. He has a baby now, so um, he's seen a lot of fruit here um so i'm sorry it's six years now yeah six years he said it's six years so um yeah guys if you have an opportunity to do something like this um, to go to a different country definitely do so and yeah um please feel free to give us any feedback um if you have any further questions specifically about korea or just about international travel because my brother actually he goes all over the place he's like two weeks ago, he was in London. He spent a fair amount of time in Vietnam. Like So um, if you have any questions about international travel for work um, and kind of what that's like, feel free to leave us an email at ihthpodcast at gmail.com. That's, I hope they hear this abbreviated, podcast at gmail.com. I'll make sure my brother gets your questions and I'm sure he um, it won't take him too long to respond. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And any last words you want to say? Yeah, so uh, if so, my brother tells me that you know uh, 
the number of viewership is tied with the amount of money he receives. <laughs> so what we said is that if this podcast reaches uh, around five thousand to ten thousand uh, viewership or listenerships, then I will sign on for the second episode. So if you liked what you heard today, uh, please spread the word so that I could come back for the second episode. Which is going to be a lot better than the first one. So yeah, cool. Thank you. Thanks for that endorsement. So yeah, um, this is probably not as not going to be as long as my other episodes. Um, it, it is because I am traveling. Um, we met with a lot of family yesterday. We're going around doing a lot of things. Um, so yeah, I am going to cut it pretty short today. But um, yeah, uh, look forward to a, another full length episode next week, and I'll, I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.